benefit for us and not as a negative right because at that point i still hadn't you know um proposed to her and i was like dude she's willing to live you know with her parents and with me all together in one household sacrificing you know however long it will take for us to go to our next goal right because i had this dream of i was like we got to buy a place so we could you know try and get justice family settled right because they need it they, we would need a forever home and then my mom and my sister also need a forever home and then me and you are going to get our own forever home. And right now, like, the plan's kind of, like, everywhere. Just because, you know, like, we ended up buying a place for ourselves. <laughs> another, we, we bought another place. Yeah. Uh, we just bought another place uh, in last November. Well, um, because you guys just got married, right? Yeah, So, yeah, like, yeah. that was, that I mean, was, still that part was of the place. goal. It just yeah. moved around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, well, one of the harder things and the, one of the big reasons why I can't get a place for my mom and my mom and my sister is because they do not want to leave LA. Like right now I'm out of LA, right? Like I tell Jess all the time, like we're moving back to LA. Like I'm, I'm moving you back. Cause you know, Jess is from the OC. So, yeah. you know, for her, like the OC is home. But like for me, like I need the hectic, the yeah. hectic <laughs> life that LA is. Like we lived in downtown LA for a little bit and I loved it. Like I love the cars, like the traffic, the, the metros, yeah. the, the car yeah. chases, the helicopter. <laughs> I I loved every bit of the it. The chaos. The chaos. Yeah. Because I grew up in Koreatown. Koreatown is just crazy. I had a freaking, uh, it wasn't, they were trying to steal my mom's boyfriend's car at the time. They shot at the apartment. Oh. It was insane. You know, like, but I was like, it's normal life, yeah. I guess, you know. Uh, but again, right, I'm literally not, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on, the seriousness. Um, but, you know, yeah, we, we ended up doing that, you know, and we got our, we got our place. And so now I think, you know, we're still, doing everything, uh, thinking about the future, right? Like, and that's one of the big reasons why I, again, I appreciated Jess even more because she, she was like, we should get eloped because we could turn that into the down payment for, you know, else, our yeah. own home. Right. And we did, that's, that's exactly what we ended up doing. You know, like Jess bought like a beautiful dress. She was beautiful that day, um, from house of CB. It was, um, you know, it was still kind of expensive, but it still wasn't like something that was too expensive right and then i got like my custom suit which was the first time i ever got my cus uh, custom suit anything um and it wasn't joggers and it wasn't, it wasn't joggers, joggers. <laughs> it wasn't joggers and, and the, and the dress wasn't from sheen dang <laughs> imagine an athleisure wedding <laughs> <laughs> dang hey maybe <laughs> but you know like i appreciated that right because we we got a lope we didn't tell anybody yeah I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my mom. Wait, was that part of the plan of not telling anybody? Or yeah, just, yeah, yeah, because we didn't, we didn't want anybody to feel left out. Oh, yeah. You know, we di we didn't want anybody to feel like they weren't invited. Yeah. And you know, our friend group is very small. We 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 try to talk to people that you know we've trusted over the right. years, and you know, we, we just didn't want to separate. So we didn't want to tell anybody. We left to Santa Barbara, and we were like, we're gonna take a week. Uh, we're gonna have like a little honeymoon thing. Um, so we're gonna get married. Then we're going to go to Monterey, chill in Monterey for the week. But we'll have our honeymoon in Europe, you know, because that's where, you know, that's where we're going to go in October. But, you know, it, it was just like after seeing those prices, it was just like, yeah, we should just, you know, we'll get a lope. We'll buy a place. And, you know, we got really lucky with the place, you know, that we got now because the sellers is a builder. Right. They, they really wanted it off of their hands because it was the last unit. And, you know, they needed to meet their sales goals for the year. And they were like, we'll buy down the rate. 
and then they they bought it down for seven years which is like insane like yeah. i've never heard of a company buying your rate down for seven years um but that's one of the things right like it's just like those financial things and now jess understands those financial things that we're working with together like now we're dealing with the finances of a home the finances of a second home our incomes are you know like putting away money and that's one of the things that i love is that me and jess do save a lot of money so despite how much money we actually spend on the you know monthly basis a good chunk of it's gone when we get our paycheck because a lot of it just goes to investment accounts uh, 401ks and stuff like that and so that again that's a big reason why i feel we're in this position that we're at right now it's because of Jess, right? Allowing us that configuration of our financials and figuring it out. Because I, I didn't get taught this, you know, again, in school. Like, my mom, when I told my mom that I had proposed to Jess, she was like, are we supposed to pay for the wedding? <laughs> like, my mom didn't know because yeah. she doesn't yeah. know. You know, like, she never got married. And so, like, I was like, like no, because I know you got no money. Yeah. You know, like, well, I don't know where you're going to have it, but we're not going to have it. And so... It, it's and, your local church. <laughs> Yeah, it it was just like, you know, telling her, but um, yeah, and I think that's, you know, again, just going back to the development, right? It was, yeah, it was planned that way. Uh, we didn't want to tell anybody, didn't want to feel anyone left out. How did um your, so, okay, I like, when I, we followed each other on Instagram, I like kind of went mm -hmm. through the accounts and I saw that you guys showed them like a video, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess had this like uh, great idea about like, let's tell them that we're showing them a video for your sable like no. oh this is like a this is like a new advertisement or a new video we're working on like let's, let's you know, watch it uh and then we sat them down and then like yeah we just filmed their reaction and it was just like a snippet that she put together and how did they like overall take it i know like coming from like a latino family a lot of the times like they all want to you know like you said nobody yeah. you didn't want to make anybody feel left out but they all want to be included and like a lot of the times like elopement is like a no like a huge no you know yeah like, how did their families take I think it. they all took it really well, uh, mostly because we had already been kind of living together. And so her family, like, they were like, aren't they married already? You know, like, <laughs> right, like, 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 exactly. Yeah, like, like you're already feeding this kid, right? <laughs> uh, but no, they, they took it really well. Uh, our friends also, you know, they, some of our friends kind of knew because uh, it was hard to trick other people. Like, why are you going to Santa Barbara, you know, like, for a whole week? Uh, my mom was, she gave me a reaction because she like looked at me and she's like, you got married? She was like, and then like she paused for a little bit. She's like, and you didn't take me? And I, was like, oh my God. and I was like, mom, nobody came. Jess's parents also did not come. Like you're yeah. not alone. And I think that's what kind of like got her okay with it. But yeah. Well, yeah. Cause if you include one parent and yeah, not the yeah, other, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that, I can see how that would And that's be what worse. we didn't want. Right. Like we did it again. Right. Like yeah. feeling left out. And at the end of the day, it was just like, dude, to, to even go out to Santa Barbara, you got to do all these logistics and, all our parents work and, you know, we don't all have the luxury of time. And so, you know, we'll just like, we'll, we'll get married. We'll, we'll do something, you know, like a, a dinner, maybe like in the next couple months. But, you know, that's, that's what we got to do now. That's awesome. I really like that you guys like found what works, what worked for you guys, you know, because I feel like a lot of the times people are just so set on like, we have to have a wedding or like we have to do it this date and it has to be with these people. And yeah. like, you just like, you found what worked for you guys. And I think that that like makes for really beautiful stories. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough sometimes because some people, right? Like, and and that's no judgment, right? It's just that some people, you know, if they want that, they should be allowed to have that, right? Yeah, yeah. And for me, <laughs> this despite having made like a game and you know doing that small business and being more in social media, 
I don't really like having the attention on me. Like, you know, me and Jess are both that way. Like, we feel really awkward, you know, like, dang, like, everyone's here for us. Like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Like, I got to <laughs> smile the whole day. You know, like, and I got to pretend like I like these people. I got to be with them. And then, you know, like, all this stuff. And I think what really, um, you know, put put the nail on the head, whatever the saying is, right, like, is that we went to a bunch of weddings the year before and we saw the craziness of everything and and granted the, the weddings were beautiful like there was nothing bad about the weddings it was just seeing the logistics side of things it's, like who you gotta nice, yeah. reach out to and like we went to a wedding in mexico we went to a wedding uh in san diego we went to a wedding in i think uh huh hawaii. I know, oh yeah we were in hawaii oh yeah. nice and you know like all of these amazing weddings and we're like yeah, maybe we could just, you know, like, we got the experience of a wedding already <laughs> through our friend. <laughs> and so now, you know, it's just me and you get married. You, you know see, what? babe. Like, yeah, shout out to yeah, all my friends. Shut up. Says the one that wants, like, electric people at his wedding. And he has he has more of a wedding plan than I do. Oh, like those robots? Yeah. That's dope, bro. Yeah. He has this whole, like, plan in his head. So you can't even talk. Yeah, but that's that is beautiful. Dope. That's, yeah, that, no, that's, it's that's really, really good story. to hear that because it also gives a different perspective to people who are, like, who feel the social pressure yeah. of having to put on a wedding or having to put on in a way a show and like yeah. having to conform to not conform to people but having to like yeah in a, in a sense it's conforming yeah, conforming you know? to people and having to invite them and your family and it was like dude like i told pow that i bow pow pow all the time is like dude, i don't even want the only people that i want there my parents my nieces my sister for my family that's it everybody else can go fuck themselves you know <laughs> but honestly i want to go no 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 i'm talking about my like immediate family yeah because we have more friends than we have family we do we've you know? always said like our wedding is going to be like 90 yeah. percent friends so it's like, like yeah. other than that family. i was like i don't I don't, I don't feel the need to invite my tia that lives in modesto and like my other family that lives in la or like i feel more close to my friends than i do with my family but then again we have like a solid like a hundred people yeah, we got yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It, when you really start writing down the list yeah, it, it gets yeah. a little big like luckily well i don't know if it's luckily but like even though like i'm mexican right like my family is like extremely small like like i don't talk to any cousins i don't talk to like from from either side because again I, I never met my dad so i don't know his cousins on my grandma's side uh or like my grandma married but he's not my biological grandfather and so i know no nobody from that side um i know they came to visit me when they were like little but they were like bad little kids yeah. so we didn't really like <laughs> hang out with them or like kept up with them right because they were just a little bit different um but you know even just you know considering that small family we were just always like yeah i don't know like you know and maybe that's why it worked out right that's why we, it kind of worked out to get a low because either way like who really matters right now in that family right would be myself jess my mom and my sister if we were even talking about my family yeah. jess's family is a little bit bigger just because you know grandma and she has more brothers and sisters yeah. but our uh, just brothers but yeah i think that's why it also worked though like we we got really lucky that you know we we try to spend as much time as possible as a family um like i i, I try to visit my mom you know I, i'm still trying to help out my mom as much as possible like i said right like trying to get a home Right now, I'm, like, helping her pay her rent in, in L.A. just because, you know, like, I, I feel like as a son, you know, I, I want to give back to my mom. And I did make a promise to her when I was little. I was dumb. I was like, I'll buy, I'm going to buy a house, mom. <laughs> I'm going to buy a house when we're older, you know. Um, Not knowing how much a house costs. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, Property yeah, taxes. But then again, when we were little, houses were, like, $2. <laughs> okay, so, that's true. Yeah. That is true, yeah, though, yeah. man. Like, you, you see the price difference now. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, you yeah. for sure see that difference. So, uh 
now that you and Jess have met, I want to get into Yo Sabo a little bit. You guys met. You guys have your careers. Yeah. Uh, at your anniversary, I kind of overheard a little bit how the game kind of started. Yeah. It was because you saw a blimp. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck do you say blimp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Uh, I kind of want to touch bases on that. I was like, so growing up, I mean, you grew up in a Hispanic household. Yeah. I'm assuming you heard a lot of Spanish. How did that translate into the game? Or like, how did you feel growing up? Because I know I've heard a lot of your interviews and, and stuff yeah. like that that you were kind of considered a, a no sabo yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> when you were little and like, yeah how did that translate into you you know doing the game and now what you're doing because which is really fucking great because honestly i mean i want to give my props to you and like i said like i love giving people the flowers on this podcast and you know within a year you were at like 4k followers um bro honestly in this past month i've seen you on like every fucking podcast <laughs> tiktoks you were just on uh our boy uh gray oh, and his girlfriend Dude, that yeah. One was hilarious. yeah you know it's like I, I i'm seeing you guys blowing up you know a, a lot more and it's like it, it's crazy and my flowers to what you guys are doing apart from your guys's careers and you guys are killing it on both ends uh so my flowers to you guys but like how did that translate now how did you get in from like you know biology to like <laughs> to like this that, that's 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 a crazy you know that's so, a crazy transition yeah i mean I'll, I'll go back a little right like uh, to to what my mom had told me when i was younger right she like you gotta hustle you know you, you gotta hustle and so but you know aside from that that hustling it was always like um my grandma used to tell me we need to share our culture you know, and that's what my grandma's thing is. My grandma sells food in Los Callejones, right? Just as like a street vendor. But she's always like, oh, let's um, let's sell the food. And if somebody wants a sample or just like for free, like just give it to them. You know, like I'd rather them learn about our culture and come out with a good feeling, you know, than, you know, to feel like, damn, I need like, you know, like money, like money, such as like a social construct. Right. Um, and so getting back to, you know, when I was younger, uh, my mom would tell me, you got to hustle. And so I would always be trying to think of ways like uh, how to make money. Growing up poor, my mom did not buy me a cell phone. She and that was when cell phones were coming out, right? And I really wanted a phone. Like I was in middle school, like I see all these other kids, you know, like bomb ass phones. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sell chips, Gatorade, and soda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, so my mom took me to Smart and Final, and she, I, I'm pretty sure she's the one that first bought me my set. And I just started selling it. Yeah. And I used to sell uh, Gatorades. I forgot how cheap Gatorades were back in the day, but I used to sell them for like three dollars. Because I I would sell them frozen, oh, like frozen like little solid. slushies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like uh, because like the kids after pee, it was hot, yeah. right? Like you know, like dude, I got you. They didn't sell those anymore there, and but I had to like haggle with my freaking teacher because I was like, I need a fridge to get these frozen, and I'd be like, Hey, Mister, can I keep this in here? And like, mm, it's gonna cost you a soda. I'm like, damn, oh, yeah. that's the cost of doing <laughs> yeah. business, yeah. man. And I, and like so from like early on, I was like, Well, if I want this, I'm gonna need to do that. Yeah. And so, you know, that allowed me to, you know, pay for my cell phone. I had a sidekick and, you know, back then they used to have that dollar a day, unlimited internet. That's all you needed back in the day. Un you just needed the internet, right? And unlimited, they had unlimited data, unlimited texting. The only thing you didn't have was call. call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the call was expensive. Yeah. 10 cents a minute. <laughs> don't call Mom, me up here. By, don't call up. me before 9. <laughs> yeah. It was, but oh, that's true. Because yeah, it was yeah, like after 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. 9 p.m. was free. And so I was always like, you know, trying to hustle and hustle. And so very early on, my mom supported that, right? Like same thing with like picking up cans from the street, trying to find ways to make money because... I, I didn't know much, right? And I wasn't going to apply to somewhere because I really couldn't, and my mom couldn't drop me off anyways. Um, getting to high school, I still did the same thing, right? 
uh i used to sell hot cheetos but i was a savage because like there were some days man like i just didn't feel like selling i have i i would have free hot cheeto day i'd be out in the halls and be like somebody would come up like hey you're selling chips today like it's free bro like i used to have those days because like i just didn't really care about the money so much i just like you know liked engaging with the people that i had like my, my regulars you know um you know and but again right like that's just like i wish my vendors at school were like that <laughs> it was it was a it's, hustle yeah it's it's funny you say that because i did the same thing in high school i did too but i <laughs> so i would rent i would rent lockers Dang. from my friends to so, store right to store yeah. this sort of stuff but luckily i had the access to tijuana yeah. So yeah. I had all oh, the so TJ had chips. All the yeah, stuff. I had all the good stuff. You, you name it, I had it. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think that's what I did, though, right? Because I, I wanted to start giving it away also because it would mean that they would come the next day yeah. and ask, hey, is it free today? Yeah. Or, hey, I heard it was free out you today yesterday. Like, what's up today? It's like, nah, I got to sell today. Mm-hmm. So you're already engaging that customer to come back. Yeah. Right. And so that's what I used to do in the high word school. Of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And then ever since then, right, I've always just like, you know, like, how, how do we, and it's again, right, it's not just about like, I want more money, you know, like, I, I need more money, you know, like, I've always struggled and growing up, right, like, I did need money, but I, I, I don't want it, want it, you know, like, I just want to do the business, like, I, I'm so amazed by, like, the business side of things, like, I watch shows that have to do with business, like, you know, like, Succession on HBO and Industry and these shows that talk about money and, like, just, like, the way that people make money, and so... I was like, okay, so you got started on our careers, right? Like uh, me and Jess doing our thing two years before or maybe like a year before Yosabo, uh, we, we were just like, how do you say this? You know, how do you say that? Because my Spanish isn't good. Like I'll admit that. It's gotten a lot better ever since we started Yosabo. <laughs> um, but it, it just wasn't good, right? Mostly because, you know, I've been in school. I did my master's in, you know, university. We don't take a Spanish class. When you were growing up, was how was your Spanish? Uh, it wasn't that good either, but I think that was mostly my fault just because I was trying to, you know, learn English and, you know, trying to um, get better at it because I, I have very poor vocabulary in English too. Like my, my Jess will correct me all the time and my, my <laughs> sentence, like I got to go over like a paragraph, you know, I'm just like, all right, make, I got to make sure you get it right. You know, it's just a subject that I wasn't really good at. Um, and so my Spanish, right, like I was too busy trying to perfect the English that my Spanish really took a hit. But, you know, like growing up, despite my challenges with Spanish, I was never called a Nosabo kid. I don't, I don't think like growing up, like, because you and I, were, I mean, we're all kind of the same age. I'm 31. You're going to turn 31 yeah. this year, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like when we were younger, that that term wasn't really a term. You know, it's it wasn't more recent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much more recent. And I feel like as of recently, it's gotten a very bad connotation to it. You know, and going back to what you were saying, sometimes it's not our fault. Sometimes it's not, you know, a lot of people tend to blame the parents, you know? Yeah. But it's in reality, it's not really no one's one specific fault. It yeah. could be a group thing. Cause like going back to like, or, or not even going back that far, me growing up, I'll, I'll touch that basis on that right now. But like my nieces, you know, they're five and eight. But one of them, as of the, the, the oldest one, is barely starting to get into Spanish. The youngest one, she don't want to know shit about Spanish. You talk to her in Spanish and she'll be like, she'll either ignore you <laughs> or speak back to you Fast. in English, you know? Like, she's savage. Like, and, and it's sometimes it's not our fault because we're trying, you know? We're trying to implement that because yeah. we see the value of being bilingual, bilingual especially yeah. now, and being so close to the border. Not, you know, not saying anything else about, like, LA or any other yeah, part. Yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. know, being so close to the border, being bilingual plays a big part in our lives. 
And it also brings a very big value, very, very big value when it comes to getting a job. Yeah. Especially here in San Diego and maybe in LA yeah. too, because yeah, like yeah. a lot of people look for someone that's bilingual, yeah. you know, and like my nieces, as of recently, they don't give a shit about Spanish, you know? And like when I was growing up, for me, it was the opposite. For me, it was like I grew up in a Spanish household. And for me, it was really hard because I'm Salvadorian. So it was like, so you're I trying would, to learn the language yeah, here so too. So it was like I was too Salvi for the Mexicans, I was too yeah. Mexican for the Salvis, and I was too Latino for the Gringos, you know? <laughs> so it was like I was like, fuck, where the fuck do I fit in? You know? So it was really hard. So I started focusing a lot more on my English. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna practice my English. Obviously, I'm in fucking America. And you know, and in school, you know, you kind of talked about this a little bit when when you were talking about you growing up. It was like when we were in school, Spanish was not allowed. You know, he's like, you could not speak Spanish in school, yeah. at least in the classroom. I'm like, you're in recess, whatever. Yeah. But like in the classroom, you could not. So I like I started focusing a lot more on my English. And it wasn't until when I got into high school when I was like, uh, I need Spanish, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then like I went from like, I guess you could kind of consider myself a no sabo when I was in when I was in high school. But like now, like my Spanish is a lot better, better, yeah. better. you know. And then with Bao, I try to practice a lot, especially when we go down to Tijuana or like we go down to E. It's like they treat you a lot different when you're it's speaking Spanish. It's a lot Spanish. different atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. You can move the mic if you need to, bro. It's cool. Go this way. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, you know, going back to that, I feel like now there's like a very, you know, bad connotation to the, like, yeah. the no sabo. But sometimes it's really not, you know, anybody's fault. It's just like there's a lot of things that go into play. You know, you don't know someone's background. Maybe someone just immigrated and, you know, maybe yeah. they, maybe they don't have papers and they're trying to, like, you know, immerse themselves into the American culture. And it was like, no, you have to speak English because if not, you know, it's kind of like that drama of, like, what if something happens, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, what the fuck is going to happen to you? You know, you're not going to know how to do anything or, like, it's just it, there's a lot that goes on, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of bureaucracy. So, like, how did, you know, you growing up, did you feel that pressure or, like? Yeah, you know, again, luckily, right, like my family was very supportive in trying to put me, you know, out there educate in, you know, in terms of education. And so I never really felt like a big pressure to learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. But now, right, I, I see that there is this huge value of it. And that's kind of why we wanted to create the game, right? Because we wanted to show like, hey, it doesn't matter like how much Spanish I know versus you. Like, yeah. dude, we probably grew up the same exact way. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I grew up in a household with like eight people, like, you know, like poor, hustling, you know, tamales, you know, all like speaking Spanish. Yeah. All speaking <laughs> Spanish. You know, like I still grew up speaking Spanish. It's just like, you know, like over the years, you know, like I, if I'm not learning Spanish and constantly speaking it, like it, it's going to happen. You know, same thing like with any other sport. I could stop. I stopped driving stick shift. Uh, I used to drive stick shift. I'm pretty sure I'm going to struggle, you know, the first couple of times again, <laughs> trying right? To trying try, to relearn. Yeah. It just, it just happens, right? It's part of your, of your life, but we wanted to, again, right? Like going back to the creation of the game, right? We wanted to create something to get families together because we just didn't see anything, you know, enough where, you know, you'd be able to sit down and like have a conversation to you about your mom and she'd ask you like, you know, a question like to translate it. And, you know, like her telling you like, well, you know, this is how I, I said it when I was younger, you know, like, and how do you say it in school? You know, and we've had people say that they use it to teach their parents English. They're just playing the game backwards. And that that really touches me because my mom, you know, she she learned English because of me, because she was like, we need to get you into school. And I need to understand what these applications are saying. Magnet school, like what is like that's such a foreign subject to tell like a person that just immigrated here you know like and so if you're just trying to get that education for your kid 
you're going to want to learn English. And so I give a lot of props to my mom for, you know, she taking English classes and trying to better herself. But that's, you know, again, that's one of the key things about Yosabo is that we want to take that back to us, right? Like that connotation, because yeah, not everybody deserves that connotation. Yeah. It's, it's such a difficult thing trying to keep up with your Spanish sometimes. We don't think that, you know, it, it, it just knowing more Spanish makes you more Latino, right? Um, maybe you've had the opportunity to speak more Spanish more than other people. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, you're, maybe you're smart er and you're able to retain your language so much better than other people. And that's, it's reflective on how much Spanish you speak, but you know, we, we wanted to create something that would bring families together just because I, I've always wanted to bring my family together for a game night. My mom's not going to understand Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. You know? She's going to be over here like, nah. You know, like, She's going to be tripping, dude. Like, I don't want to play Connect Four with my mom. Yeah. You know, like, so, you know, we just wanted to come up with that. And yeah, so so the creation of Yosabo was, you know, we, we've been talking about these, you know, like, como se dice this, como se dice that. A year before we even, you know, sat, sat down and talked about it. And Jeff was like, we got we got to come up with a game. And again, right, like me and Jess already have, like, I like to say we've established our careers. We kind of know where we want to go. But, you know, I was always, like, interested in that. I always wanted to start, like, a, a side business, right? And it's it kind of, like, I, I don't like calling yourself my side business because, again, I don't like to see it as, I like business, but I don't want to call it side business because it just means, like, I'm just wanting to make money from it. I call it my passion project because, like, I have fallen so much in love with it based on, like, what people tell us about the game. I play with my family. I'm helping my kids teach, you know, like, learn Spanish. I'm using this in my classroom. Like, I, I fix, or uh, they took away, like, the drinking aspect to help the kids learn Spanish and they get excited to play, like, every week. Like, getting all these, like, notifications from people all over the world, like, not world, I think the, the U.S., has been like crazy to me because I'm like, dude, me and Jess sat down with Vic and we were, we told him, Hey, you know, like we, we saw a blimp we were with my friends, you know, we were like, nobody use their phones. How do you say blimp? Right. And that was the one big thing. Like I, I, I think, you know, that you work with um, social media, right. At your job. Sometimes I don't want to look at my phone. <laughs> like I, I work with social media uh, at my regular job too. And I, like, sometimes I'm, you know, I, hands down, I don't want to Google stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we saw that blimp. We started asking ourselves how you say this, and you know, and then me and Jess were just like, you know what, we we got to do the game, and so we were like, we're gonna, what are we gonna call it? It was like, well, I don't want to call it no sabo because that already has that negative connotation. I want to say yo sabo, right? Like it's like a, and I think you said it in a podcast where it's like it's a person that thinks they know Spanish, you know? It's like no, yo yo sabo, and so that's what I liked about it because I don't think it has a negative connotation. I think it's just someone genuinely saying like, no, I know Spanish, Mm -hmm. like you know, I I think I got it. But, you know, like sometimes you just make mistakes, right? Yeah. And so that, you know, we, we were like, let's talk to Vic. Vic is a graphic designer. And we told Vic about, you know, like the premise of the game, kind of the functionality. Like it has to have, como se dice, it has to have the prueba time and the chanca cards, right? And Vic was like, I got you. And then we didn't talk to Vic for a little while. And, you know, because he has his way of working, which is like we're basically he's taking it as a, as a customer, right? Like we are a customer. We're a client, right? He's going to go uh, take the inspiration and he's going to work. He comes back to us with a presentation and we're like, holy shit, this is so professional. <laughs> like, like, we don't know this side of you, dog. Like, you got to give me a moment to like comprehend <laughs> what's gone, you know, because Vic graduated you know with a graphic design degree you know and so that's his forte I, I know nothing about color palettes I know nothing about fonts I know nothing about spacing white space any of that stuff right that's all Vic and so he comes up with the design and me and Jess are like blown away 
and we're like, dude, this is it. Like, we're going to do this now. And what really drove us to doing it and like just doing it or, you know, like finally pulling the trigger was Vic's, you know, inspiration. And the fact that Vic was able to put that together, because that's the hard part, right? Because sometimes you're sitting on a, on a white canvas and don't know what to, to draw. So we, Vic basically branded your idea, Vic branded right? It. Yeah. Vic who, who drew it? Because I saw a TikTok. Oh, that, that, that was <laughs> the TikTok was yeah. just a sign. Because dude, <laughs> we'll like draw something like, Vic, can you do this? Yeah. And then like he'll, he'll, he'll draw it back up. But like we we sort of like all just talk together. Like, well, what would be cool, right? Like, what well, what what could we put on like our our mascot, right? And so Vic was like, yeah, he he branded this stuff, and you know we we thought of the you know the, the caption like. So it's funny because a lot of people say that the game is called Yo tu sabes but the tu sabes part is like the slogan yeah. you know like that's that's what it is and so like it's funny but we call it yosabo the game that's what we call it but some people like we've looked up google search results and some people say like the yosabo game yeah yosabo the no sabo game something like that but you know yeah we, we we pulled the trigger and you know vic you know got it and vic found us uh, a sorcerer to print yeah. we ordered our first print and we were like this is gonna hit like we think it's gonna hit it's gonna it's gonna at least like you know, at that point, like, and again, like, I, I'm not wealthy and I don't have money. Again, I, I grew up very poor, but, you know, it was just like, all right, I think we could, you know, spend a few months and like some money and buy some decks and maybe just sell them. And so we bought. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She, you won't hear her, her yeah, you won't hear yeah, her on the pod, but it's just like, <laughs> she does this every fucking episode. But uh, <laughs> we ended up buying, I think the first order was for 500 and that itself was like, pretty substantial amount of money like it's, i was yeah. like you know like but vic was like dude we got this man like this is the final version you know like this is how it's gonna look and it was funny because like it, it, vic is like amazing at this but like he uh he printed out the the box design because you could get you could print them out and then he like cut it and then he like made a paper version oh, and like, this cool, how it's gonna yeah. look. but vic is so damn smart where i don't have to get it isn't that bad i don't have to game with me um <laughs> oh we have it in my car yeah. uh, i don't know if you uh, want to get it it's in the, it's in the, it's in the for, yeah the yeah. little cabinet because this is a detail that even the manufacturer didn't even it's like in the brown box it, like he questions us all the time about this the main box? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay so so this is the box right um you see how it's like just like orange space here and then orange space here yeah vic made it so that the logo stuff is right above the line right because if this was too like low if this logo here was too low then you get it cut off and then it would look weird right you see text at the bottom so he did the same thing up here so you don't see it until you open it you know and our manufacturer was like, hey, your logo is off center. He's like, nah, dude, like, this is, this is how Vic did it. I know what the fuck you know, I want. Vic knows what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about. Like, yeah. you know, and so, like, again, right, like, we got the first sample. We got these delivered to us. And we we're like, all right, let's do it. You know, let's, let's start, you know, social media advertising for it. And at first it was hard. It was, it was very difficult, right? Because as a small business, you try and get someone to trust a website that they've never been to, someone with. You know, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. You know, that's not even minimum wage in some places. And so you're getting someone to try and trust you, and you got pay shipping. Uh, and that's the big thing. Like a lot of people ask us, like, why you, you know, like why can't you pay shipping? 
dude i make no profit on shipping <laughs> like that's like 100 percent of what you're paying for shipping is 100 percent right. what i have to pay for shipping you know like that's I, I can't do anything about it i'm not big you know and so and even and even if you were because i i ran into that struggle when i started vivek on webos too was yeah. like the shipping and trying to get the hang of everything i was like okay if, if, a, if a shirt cost me this much to make I got to pay this much in taxes. And yeah. if you live over here, I got to pay this much in taxes. Yeah. And then the shipping and then, you know, you got to do the math. And at the same time, too, at this, you know, for a while, I wasn't making any profit. Yeah. You know, I think the first batch of merch that I put out, I was in the negatives. Yeah. And then on top of that, I was in the negatives because I was also giving merch away to oh, try yeah. to bring, you know, you know, brand, you know, brand was, recognition. Yeah, recognition. You know, and I was like, oh, hey, put this on your profile or, hey, put this on. This is, you know, this is my new brand. Like, you know, I was like, for the first year, I was like, and the negatives. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Do I, I also know? think that like a lot of the time people don't realize that. Because even though it says free shipping, like you're paying for it in the product. Yeah, because yeah. all you do is jack up the price. Yeah, of yeah. The I can easily yeah. just make this cost more twenty five dollars, and then it'd be like free shipping. Yeah, you know? and people like, will probably buy it more yeah, because it's like more. mental. Yeah. It's a mental. And, it, and it's funny that you say that because Vic, you know, Vic, Vic is like essential to, you know, copy, right? And I, I just learned that word at work, <laughs> copy. But um, you know, like coming up with these phrases and these things on the website, right? Like, and and that's what really, you know, we were like, yeah, let's do this as as a as our side pro or as our passion project because we got really into it like i want other people to have like a game night with their family yeah. like i want them to have something unique i want us to be able to say these words because it's always that concept of deer in the headlights dude if you get put on the spot you're gonna forget the word if you get put on the spot for a trivia you're gonna yeah. forget that that's why they, they that's why they have trivia nights because it's so difficult to remember yeah. stuff that's why you have a trivia team because you guys all gotta be clicking at the same time but we also wanted to include something that had something more uh, like doing, right? Like it's something like an activity. And so that's why we came up with a chancla card. And then, you know, we kind of made it so that there was like a scenario at the top, you know, like growing up, like in a Latino household. Oh, I read it. I got to throw it to someone who I think, you know, they, they grew up that way or had that experience growing up. And so, yeah, that that's, you know, we, we eventually, you know, printed and then we went to go play with our friends and then they were like, yeah, man, like, I think, you know, it's going to, it's going to do something. And, yeah, we just started doing social media and, you know, Jess, you know, she is now officially like, you know, she, her title is COO, but she's officially like the social media person in terms of like editing and video editing, photo, all that stuff. But it was, yeah, it's, it's difficult trying to get that brand recognition. And like you said, right, like the moment you buy inventory, you're in the negatives, yeah. you know, and it's insane. And we were very fortunate at that time, right? Cause we weren't paying that much uh, in the mortgage, right? Cause everybody was living together. And so that's how we were able to save up a little money and buy 500. But even 500, it was like very expensive and you don't get that discount of a thousand, you know, like you're not even there. You don't, you know, you're such a small customer for them. And so we were like, well, we got to get this out to people. How do we do that? People like free stuff. Okay. Let's start emailing people and asking, Hey, would you like to receive a free PR box? We just created this game. And that's how we just started it. And that's really where it started taking off and, you know, started clicking with some people. We started getting some reviews. And, you know, one day I had, I had emailed me too because I, I wanted, you know, them to yeah. have one. And then they responded. And I was like, oh, oh, crap. You know, like, that's that's dope. And then, you know, I sent them a box. We filled it with a bunch of goodies. And we didn't hear from them. Was that through Alejandro? Or? Uh, yeah, he was in the email chain. Uh, we had emailed and, you know, we, we emailed the general Me Too one. But yeah. then we got a response back and Alejandro was in that email chain. And he was the one that received it. Um, but, you know, it was, it was crazy because, you know, they got it. And 
we didn't hear back from them, right? And that's what's crazy, right? Because you're always in that moment, and you don't want to tell them like, hey, you know, are you gonna post? You know, like, you know, all this stuff because they don't have to. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you just send them a PR package, right? And I remember we, we were coming back from Hawaii, and we were still, you know, like, actually, it was kind of sad sometimes. Me and Vic would talk about this because we were still living together. You know, we'd go to the website visitors and be like, damn, we have one visitor. Like, damn, I wonder where that person's from. (laughs) I wonder where, how he heard of us. (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes it's like that, right? And then you got like 500 games sitting there. Like, how are we going to push this, right? And again, right, like luckily, you know, we made that financial decision. And if we lose that money, we lose that money. It doesn't matter because like my grandma always told me that as long as you're trying to share your culture, you know, like that's fine. And then we came back from Hawaii. And I think it was the day after um it was my birthday and me too posted and i was like oh damn like it went off you know and again people had their comments right like you know like the game was too easy the blah blah right but like the the core concept itself attracted so many people and then that pushed us into this next level of like followers on instagram people buying and then before we knew it we sold out our 500 And then I was like, we got to order a thousand now. That order was coming in and we were still gaining traction that we sold out that 1000. And then we had to order another batch. But it was insane because like... Were you doing pre-orders or you were just... We did pre-orders when we first launched. Um, But, you know, luckily, you know, we we had some like leeway time and there wasn't too many orders that we had to like put in as a backlog, backlog. But when we had that thousand orders and that plus, like... It got us nervous, man, yeah. because at th- at that speed, again, right, you learn a lot of things, right? Like yeah, how to package better, yeah. like how to buy cheaper stuff. Like that box is cheaper than what we are using, what we used to use before. Before we used to use like a very heavy white box. It was very sturdy, but it was too expensive to, to ship out. And so we learned these things, right? But at that time, we were like, how are we going to pack 1,000? Like even <laughs> on my best days, I could pack 20 packages an hour. And that's my best days. And a thousand was like, dude, we got to get like Vic, Jess, Jess everybody, all hands on deck. The mom, we, everybody, the dad. And I remember that day, everybody the dogs. helped out. Yeah. The dogs, yeah, everybody. You know, like, hey, clean up dogs. Yeah. All the rappers. Uh, that day was insane. Like the amount of orders was just like, it was a wall, dude. Like it, it was, it was crazy. Like to see that support and, you know, just people engaging, right? And so that's, and then we we went on that momentum, right? We're like, we're gonna keep posting. All right, what do people like? People like going up to people or seeing the videos where you're just going up to someone random and playing the game. We prioritize that. We go into Dodger games. We went to Padres games. We went to Disneyland. We went, we tried to do all those things. We just kept going at it. You know, we just kept going at it and at it. And we kept getting orders. And so now it wasn't like, dang, how many visits are we getting? Now it's like, how many orders are we getting a day? And how do we make sure to keep that same level of service that we were providing to the first like customer to everybody? Because that's a big thing for me, like customer service. Like my mom always told me that you got to be on it. Like, you know, if, if it's bad customer service, you're going to lose one, but that one's going to hurt. And, you know, I, I try to answer, you know, me and Jess, right. We both have our day jobs, but I try to answer every email within the day. I try to make sure that we get our packages out every day, even as a small business, right? Like I'm over there driving, picking them up, dropping them off and like it's it's crazy like how much work it takes because you and you don't know this when you're starting off right like yeah you don't know what you're getting yourself into yeah you know what you're getting yourself into yeah i I wasn't charging taxes for a long time and i ended up having to pay like a bunch like through the state because the sales tax 
and then you learn like that you could, I, I didn't know this but you could get like the free priority mail envelopes yeah. from the post office i didn't know that at the beginning so you I mean, were buying them yeah i was buying well, we were buying from uline like theirs <laughs> yeah. and so like it's all these things you learn and then we were buying uh again those boxes right we had to switch up the boxes oh you know what we got to get cheaper uh, bubble wrap because it's way too expensive in some places and it's all these tweaks that you learn right while we're also doing our day jobs right and so it's it's kind of crazy how much you learn and you know how how fluid it is right because now sometimes it feels like we're always working but it, i think it's just our our creative minds that are just like trying to keep up yeah. you know because jess has video ideas all the time yeah. but it's like now we gotta find that time to execute them post them refine them yeah. see the analytics and see how it plays out and if one hits, right, if a video hits, then you're going to get this flush of orders, right? And then you got to, you know, then refocus, right? You're switching your focus constantly. But I think it's been extremely rewarding. Like, it, it's amazing to see how many people have been able to engage with their families and their friends and just play something new, you know, because, like, I, I love to see, like, new games out in the store. You know, it, it's so interesting to see how people take the game, develop it. Um, you know, going back to that teacher that said she... She changed the game to play with her students. You know, we we got in contact because she told us that, right? She was wondering if there was, like, any uh, kid-friendly stuff, you know, that was going to happen. Uh, but, you know, we ended up talking more because she had emailed in. I found out that she's actually a school or a, school, uh, a teacher <laughs> at uh, the district where I went to school. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know what? Like, I'll send you a free game. Yeah um you know so you can have one for the classroom or if, or if you want to give one to a teacher and then i was like and you know what like you know we're a small business you know but like if you have any charities that we could donate to like you know let me know and she sent me a link to um i think it's like school i forget what it is it's like a it's like a crowdfunding but it's mostly for it's only for teachers and she sent me this link that it was to help fund her little library and i was like okay this is cool because you know she wants to get books for kids that are learning Spanish now in school, because we didn't have that. I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have a Spanish class, but now they do, right? And well, I was now, like... Now they have, like, Spanish immersion uh, yeah, schools and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and that's amazing, you know? And so I was like, yeah, we'll have fun that. You know, like, we don't we don't make that much money, you know? And I was like, but as much as we get, we want to give back. Yeah. And we wanted to start that. And so we donated money to her. And then, you know, she, she was very grateful, and then we didn't hear back from her for a while, and that's fine, right? Like, we're not expecting anything. Yeah. She sent me this email, I think like last week, and it was just like so heartwarming because she was just saying that the students were reading the books that were, you know, bilingual. And she was like, that that guy and that character, that girl in the, in the book or the guy in the book or the girl in the book is like me. You know, they speak Spanish. They're my color, you know, and it's like, dude, that's like amazing to me because, you know, that came from your teacher reaching out and trying to help you guys and trying to, you know, get something fun to you, to play with you. And I think that's all rewarding. And, you know, I love it. You know, if we when we see teachers that message us, if they, you know, they have a question about the game, I'll be like, I'll just send you a copy for free because you're a teacher. I know how hard it is to be a teacher because I've seen teachers struggle, you know, and we see it in the news all the time, right? Like they don't get paid enough. They buy their own equipment, their own um, market, everything, everything. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, we, again, we, we want to give back, right? We, we donated to, um, it's a, uh, it's a Latino organization up in uh, Cal, Cal Poly or Humboldt. It's in Humboldt. Um, you know, we just sponsor their monthly events that they hold um for their organization and you know that's rewarding too that we could do that because i don't think i would have ever been in contact with them right and so you know again that's just related to like the financial aspect and then 
how, how it's helped develop families just play together. And I, I think that people sometimes don't see that. But, you know, we've had people write reviews about it. And so that's what's amazing. And, you know, I, I never would have expected that. And even, like, I tell Jesse this all the time. I'm like, damn, like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, you know, like, you look at the followers, right? And you look at the views and, like, you know, we have one video that I think has almost 8 million views. And you really think about that and put it into perspective. That's 8 million views. Like, that's an, that's an insane amount of, like, lives that you might be touching you know and that you might have never ever ever touched yeah. before right and you would like you just said is something that you would have never imagined any that yeah you and it's all because of one decision you made you know like it's just yeah. crazy to think that just that one thing that you think of or like actually decide to pull the trigger because like how many ideas do we not have like on yeah. a daily basis yeah but it's like actually deciding to pull the trigger and just like taking the gamble of like well let's see what happens yeah and, like but yeah no it, it, it's really nuts going back to what you're talking about is like seeing the reach like you know you know we started this we started vehicle it was almost three three years this year but when we started we started as a as a clothing brand and then i wasn't really happy with the way things were going it wasn't my vision for the brand and then i, I took a pretty long break and then i was like fuck this this is not what i want to do i want to do a podcast it's like i want to reach out to people like my, my goal and my goal was to let people know like you can live a good life doing your what your passion project is you know it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be rich off of what you're doing but have that fucking moment you know and, and i think that's the biggest thing for me is like you need that fucking moment in your life because i think we're so conditioned to please other people to yeah. please our parents if we're coming from you know first generation immigrants it's like my goal in life was to become professional because that's what my mom wanted for me. My mom wanted yeah. me to be a nurse. My mom wanted me to be a, my dad wanted me to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, that tip, the typical run of the mill stuff that, yeah. that our parents wanted us to be. And then when I dropped out and then I broke that news, there is like their whole world is dropped, yeah. you know? And then for me, it was like, we need that fucking moment because at the end of the day, it's not our parents that are going to be living our lives. It's, it's us. Ultimately, you know, I, I've said this before in prior podcast, hopefully life goes the way it's intended to be and they go before us. And the moment that they leave is like, we're stuck with our lives. We're stuck with, you know, our, our choices with the things that, you know, we wanted to do. And if we're stuck in a career that we don't like because we were trying to please our parents, then it's like, we're just stuck in this vicious cycle, you know? So it was like, that was the, one of the main points of Ibeca and Webbles is like, live your life the way that you want it to. You're like, yeah, do you want to please people? Of course. Do I want to please my girlfriend? Of course. Do I want to please everybody around me? Yeah, but at the end of the day, it is our life. And it's like, I'm so happy that I can finally, I finally, we, we finally have the platform where we can share the voice where it's like, now we're seeing people who are actually doing something with their passion projects, you know, having that fucking moment. And is it scary? Hell yeah, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. scary. Like you just said, you didn't know anything about the business you didn't know anything about taxes sales tax you know sales tax in california is also different from a sales tax in arizona you didn't know that you had to pay both you know you didn't know that you had to pay your quarterly taxes you know you you know it's just some things that you just you know when when you don't know until you're ultimately doing but it's like it seeing people like you who like actually have that moment and they're actually doing you know doing the outreach and and growing their platforms which is, you know, we've touched on this subject a lot too, which is really hard. It's another job in itself, you know, you know, Full social media is 
crazy. Like Bao does this for a living, but I also handle the Vive con Huevos. And what I know is from what I learned from her, you know, like I'm the only one that touches the Vive con Huevos platform. And it's like, it's crazy. Like Jesus does our audio editing, but then like I do the, I do the videos and I do the content and I'm like, I'm thinking of different ideas and like, kind of like Jess, I think Jess can kind of relate. It's like, you're going crazy. Like you have all these freaking ideas in your head. And you're like, I want to do this video. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I don't have iPhone storage. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't have the time to do it. Or by the time the end, you know, I have an idea in the beginning of the day. And if I don't write it down towards the end of the day, I was like, what the fuck was my idea? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I know it was brilliant, but it was like, I don't really remember anymore. So I was like, I really like going back to what I was saying is like giving you the flowers of actually doing what you're doing now. And like, actually hearing what you're doing within the community and like giving back and like ultimately i really wanted to do that with vivek and webos too it's, it's like i find myself in like a position where i'm like my our name is just so strong so i was like i really don't feel like i can do certain things yeah you know because the name you know can, can be very strong and it's like it, it can you know come with a certain connotation with it but like you know seeing business owners like you where you're actually doing and you're being proactive with your with your with your brand and what you're doing it's 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 an inspiration. It really is just an inspiration. And, you know, my, my hats off to you and my flowers to you because it takes a lot of fucking huevos to like do what you're doing, yeah. you know? And like, you know, I, I also hear like a lot of podcasters too, that I listen to who like quit their day jobs yeah. <laughs> to do this full time and they blow up, yeah. you know? And to me, it's just, sometimes it's like, wow, like you really just quit your job, bro. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's just crazy. To it's me. insane. Yeah. Like, I, I think about that a lot sometimes, you know, and I've gotten asked that question, like if I if I would ever leave my job to, to pursue this full time. And I, I, to be honest, I, I love my job, yeah. you know, like um, the industry that I'm in is very difficult to break into. And like even like as a Latino <laughs> to trying to break in there, like I, I look around my my org and I don't think there's any other like Latino in that organization. I think there's one person that's from Argentina. Mm -hmm um because i've spoken spanish with her but you know like i i love my job i think i i really do and so that's why like i try me and jess right we we try to make it so that we really do split our time between work because we really we just we need to right like social media is such a rapidly expand or rapidly changing platform that you have one thing going viral one day and then the next within done. within hours yeah, yeah. yeah. within it, hours it's, it's just done. gone yeah, yeah and like that's what's crazy right because yeah we got to keep that up right like jess is in charge of making the social media stuff i'm in charge of kind of like trying to fish right trying to see what's up trying to see what's new but we also got to go out and film ourselves right and that's scary man like going up to people and getting rejected like rejection's hard like and at 20 like some of your first videos when i originally had read when you and i connected or me and just connected <laughs> now i don't know <laughs> but, uh, but when when we connected with yosawa and i and i was telling pal about his oh this game is pretty fucking dope originally i had heard it from you know shout out to ie and friends i had heard from them because i listened to them cons consistently um and i had heard it from them and i was like oh this day this this game is pretty dope and I, you know we kind of connected and then i showed her the videos and then I I thought was, they were hilarious yeah and then i was like look. i'm like yelling at the, yeah. at the phone <laughs> and then i was like look they've been to the padre stadium yeah and then we were talking about it and i was like that takes a lot of balls to go up to people because like like you just said like sometimes yeah. you're scared of the rejection or people are like oh, i don't want to do this or i don't want to be on camera yeah 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 or you're exactly. just like oh, who the fuck are you, you yeah know? so that, yeah. Do you that find, takes a lot yeah. do you find yourself getting rejected often or do or do more people say yes then though uh i think it, it varies but it like at the Padres game, it was just kind of hard because we we, it was just like packed that day, yeah. and it was hot, so it was like really hard to get people. But we've gone to like 
like we go to avenue 26 pretty often to film the last time we went we got rejected like or me and my friend that helped me go film we got rejected like 90 percent of the time and we were like dang like what's going on today yeah. like you know like was it we like, were like there's good days and bad days yeah we we're like is it too cold mm-hmm. there's not many people out is there just like too much like entertainment going on that maybe they, they just don't want to you know take the time to play with us um but you know when we went to the dodger game i think it's a little bit more approachable there just because i you know like i don't know man like la is just like different yeah. sometimes and at the Padres stadium though like that we that's where we filmed like the, the video that got like the most hits and so we we appreciated that and that day like they were really nice like she, she was like oh yeah i'll play and then like it was three of them and then she was like oh let me go get my brother because he like would love this game and like you know so they, they were really supportive and you know uh willing to take the time out of their day um to, to come play with us but yeah it's uh it's kind of difficult trying to trying to get yourself up there you know sometimes you need liquid courage but then you also don't want to smell like alcohol yeah. you're like, they're gonna be this drunk ass trying to talk yeah. to me like i don't want to play with you bro it's, too. it's like our our first three podcasts like i was bro i was i don't remember it got to the point where i don't remember filming our like first three to four podcasts because like i was at first i was nervous yeah you know yeah. and then it was stupid because i was nervous with people who i knew yeah but then again it was like ah, i was like oh, i'm putting this content out there for people i don't know and it's yeah i feel that yeah <laughs> it's really yeah yeah but uh you know we're, we're gonna test our luck right i just bought a jersey it says yosaba on it nice. um i did the, see that i saw that on your yeah. last tiktok it was the one with jess where you push her in the yeah. closet oh yeah that one was funny <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm aware to the dodger stadium yeah. and you know if anybody wants to come up and play you know like w- w- what we offer is always like you know if you let us play you know whether you win or lose you'll get a drink like it no, doesn't matter cool. to us you yeah. know like in the video we'll be like all right they're gonna play for a drink they get one either way like i think the um, last 18 beer i'm down, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> i'll play find me at the dodger stadium <laughs> there's like a line like, oh, shit. oh man but yeah i mean at the padres game we I, know, I remember the girls didn't want anything to drink i think we just we maybe bought them like one thing for like the whole group but there was a, this other group of guys that you know they didn't they weren't old enough to drink so we were like well what do you guys want from the gift shop and we just bought him like a shirt like cool. you know, like it was just chilling like i would have still been like a beer <laughs> <laughs> for real yeah but you know yeah i mean it's just like i don't know it's just fun and you know i, I appreciate the platform and you know just reaching out to people and yeah i mean that growth is insane like when i when i took a step back and really looked at it because jess right like jess has these like milestones right and you know it's sometimes it's hard to picture yourself like dang are we going to be able to hit this number this month because now we look at it right more in the analytics right like maybe like we just hit our one year right um so now we really need to understand the financials of it right and we need to you know if we're if we're going to stay and we're going to become a household item we need to make sure that we're making financial decisions correctly right and you know, so we look at analytics. How much are we making this month? How much are we, you know, spending on blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but we also got to, like, spend on marketing. And that's something that's very difficult because you got to choose your marketing correctly. We tried to do Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Awful. Like, they, they did so bad. Like, because you actually get those analytics back, right, where people will do the click. So bad. We like that's just such a big waste of money sometimes. And maybe we're not doing the ads right, which is I was gonna say if you need help with that. <laughs> yeah, we got the people. <laughs> yeah, and so like but we learned that, right? And it's it's a hard thing to understand yeah. when it comes down to analytics. So I'm I'm a big numbers person when it comes down to like 
followers and who, yeah. people who are dropping off and stuff like that. Jesus, on the other hand, he's more analytical in the part that's like, okay, our podcasts are doing this many listens, uh, yeah. uh, you know, or this many plays. This is our drop yeah, off. Yeah, this is our drop off time. Like, let's let's keep it down to this or let's do this, you know. So it's great that you have that team and the support that you guys are all coming together and, you know, trying to find a way that it works. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's what matters is trying to find a way that works. Because we did, I, I did the same thing too with Vivian Conuevos. Um, trying to find in the beginning, it was like, as of now, like I'm trying to work this in a way where I'm not, where I'm trying, or we're obviously trying to grow this organically, you know? Yeah. So I haven't paid for an ad in years and like years. I'm saying this, like I've been here for years, <laughs> here, but like maybe in like the past year and a half, I've never paid for, for a promotion or anything. I'm trying to do it organically and, and reaching out, which is really freaking hard. Yeah. Like people do it under, uh, under, if you're not in this platform or in this kind of industry, you do not understand how hard it is to do that freaking organically. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's incredibly difficult. And that's why like, Again, right, like you're able to see the analytics, right? So we're able to see that, you know, TikTok is probably the number one place where people come from. Yeah. You know, they, they click on a link. We get those analytics on our website and we get those on TikTok. And, you know, so I'm like, damn, Jess is making all the money for us. You know, like I'm not making anything <laughs> yeah. from Instagram. You know, like nobody comes yeah. from Instagram. But, you know, just trying to learn that is difficult because like even before I started, I was like, what's SEO, dude? Like I need help in all of this. And I I want to take as much time as I can to learn it. But, you know, my day job also takes a lot of like competitive intelligence i have to be looking at guidances i need to keep up with what's going on in the industry because i need to be sharp for that job too it's a lot of brain power it's, for both it's days yeah. so yeah. it's hard yeah. yeah there's there's days where like paulina and i was like so i we, we obviously we both have our day jobs her hers obviously you know revolves around marketing and being on instagram and tiktok and all that all the time uh, but at the end of the day, like we're here at then, you know, it's like 7 p.m. and we're trying to do her. He'll ask me a question and I'm like, that's yeah. a tomorrow question, <laughs> like, dude. Like I, I use that part of my brain way yeah. too long today. Like, like <laughs> we're doing our engagement. I'm just scrolling like endlessly <laughs> to TikTok, like commenting, liking, seeing yeah. who I can connect with. And then like, I, I like show her this video. I was like, you think this would be cool? And she's like, give it two hours and it's going to be dead. Bro. Like, just stop. <laughs> and it's like, so I'll try to do the video like right then and there. And yeah. it's like, it's, it's just that so keeping difficult. up with the trends, like yeah. keeping yeah. up with the trends is, is exhausting. So difficult. And I, I, I you know, that's what I like about TikTok is that I feel like it's, it's, it is a trend, but not like on reels. Like yeah. I feel like oh, reels yeah, is reels. way too much of a trend. Like the song is a trend. The video is a trend. Like the freaking color palette you use as a trend you yeah. know yeah but like on tiktok like you can be a little more random yeah. and like not you know like yeah do the trends but also you could do other things and like it work like tiktok is quirky that's yeah. like yeah. the definition of quirky is, like something yeah. will hit so randomly Random. like it's like dang like you got the views off of that like it, we, it we do that all the time i'm like so much how yeah, like, <laughs> so i'll like try really hard to make like a really funny video and i was like what do you mean i got 20 views yeah. like, this this cat right here that didn't do anything it was just staring at the camera for 20 seconds got like 17.5 million views he's always hating yeah. on like I'm, the girl drinking her coffee and yeah. i'm like i mean yeah like that's crazy that it just got so many views so many and views. all she did was like yeah drink or call you know like it's just like i don't know it, it is but wild. that's just me sometimes I'm i always really tell them like <laughs> post what post what this like took no time because i swear to you that's what's gonna work you yeah. know like if it took you two minutes to put it together just post it and i bet you it's gonna work yeah i, I agree and sometimes it but it, it's an art right like trying to learn when to stop right like what when that perfect you've reached that in your head right perfection because you also can't stay with something and be like no i gotta fix it you know color correct everything right and 
it's uh yeah it's a it's an art form and that's why i appreciate jess right because it takes a lot of time and you know victor is trying to do like the graphics and trying to maintain the website design because like if we need to do adjustments right like oh we need to add a booster right like then we'll have to configure things and we'll have to take pictures and the color scheme right get it get it to match on the website because if you go to a small business website and the website does not look good people mm-hmm. aren't gonna trust you you know yeah. they're not gonna want to buy it it's so, a scam yeah yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's gonna look like a scam and you know that's that's a big thing and i don't want people to feel that way and that's why again that's why i say like whenever someone messages me i'm like i gotta be on top of it because they gotta know that there's a, a there's a person behind it and they got to know that it's only three people behind it. Like sometimes I feel like people forget because, you know, we'll get like, oh, like a message about like shipping. And then it's like, like, oh, yeah, I packed it. No worries. And like, oh, thank, <laughs> you, got thank you. you so much for getting yeah. back to me. You know, because like, yeah, sometimes you'll email a company. They're not going to reach no. out to you. They'll send you an email by a bot. Oh yeah, somebody will reach out to you. Thanks you know. for your email. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks for your email. <laughs> we'll uh, get two back to three you. Days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they never freaking get back to you. Yeah. yeah, like dude, I I just bought something from Lululemon. Yeah, and I got them hemmed. Dude, I haven't heard back. Like I haven't heard back. So, <laughs> we we had this terrible experience at freaking Wingstop. Uh, I've been trying and they still. It's been three weeks. They still haven't messaged back. We complained at the Wingstop, and the guy was like, "You can't talk to the owner." I'm the manager. And like, like, I was such, but I it was, was just a really bad experience. But wanna, like, I don't want to trigger bow. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so angry for so many days, but it was just like, okay, like it was the principle. Like, I don't need the $40, but it's yeah, like the, it's principle the principle of everything that happened. Like this is the reason it keeps happening is because nobody can ever get through to the company, you yeah, know, like, yeah. or nobody, you know, like nothing ever gets done about it. And yeah, I was just pissed, but it's kind of like that. Like I'm still waiting to hear back. And like every time I call, it's like an hour wait and like I'll wait and then nobody ever connects, you yeah. know, and it's just like, oh, I'm so over it. Yeah. <laughs> and you try to do it in your, in your company too, because I've, I've had it happen in Vivek and Webbles where it's like, uh, right now the, the website is shut down because yeah. uh, I, I stopped doing bulk orders. Now I'm doing just one of one, uh, you know, and now I'm doing customs. Yeah. Now I'm just like, this is my niche customs. I'm going to focus on the podcast. And like, yeah, people still ask me for merch. But when I was in the process of cutting off the website, someone had ordered something uh, and I forgot. Yeah, and yeah. She, she emailed me. She goes, hey, I paid this much in this. Uh, I haven't seen it back. But it was in that weird time frame where like Shopify like stopped the orders and they didn't get their money back. So yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I gave her back all her money and I was like, I'm going to ship this out for free. I was like, I'm even going to throw in a free hat. Like, I'm so, because she was waiting like almost a month. Yeah. And I felt so bad because at the same time, it's my brand. And, like, yeah. you know, it's like, you, you well, it's look, your name to it. Yeah. It's your name. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and now she, like, you know, now she, like, she's an avid listener of the pod. And, like, you know, it's like, and I, I really do feel like if it wasn't for that, like, little moment of me reaching back and giving her that, like, personal aspect yeah. of the customer service, then maybe she wouldn't, she would have dropped off. Yeah. yeah. She would have dropped off. And I, and I think that's what's important for people to remember, right? Is that when you're supporting a small business, like you're supporting something that's so true to that person that they have this huge passion and heart for that they're going to appreciate your order so much. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Vic, Vic is a, he's our fulfillment person now, right? Cause he like, I can't pack every day now. Like Vic is in charge of packing now. Um, but sometimes I'll go pick up something and it'll just be one order. But dude, I got a smile on my face because like this is the one person that ordered. I don't know where you're from. I don't know how you heard of us, but you took the chance and you ordered something from a small business trying to support, you know, money that goes, you know, actually most of the money goes back into the business for yourself, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, primarily. But, 
you know, you're, you're supporting something that's trying to give back to the community. And like, you have no idea how much it means to us. And so that's something that I kind of like would like to remind people. It's like, you know, every order is huge. Like the, the significance of your order makes such a huge impact. Like, again, right, like just going back, like we're able to donate to classrooms. We're able to donate free games to teachers. We're able to donate to schools. And we're trying to expand all that reach because that's ultimately what we want to do, right? Like we want to be able to give back as much as we receive. Um, like I, I don't want to stop doing that because I've always wanted that. Like I've always wanted like a scholarship named after like, you know, like my organization or something like that, even before this even started. And so now I feel like, well, maybe we could do that. Like even if it's like, a small scholarship because there's a bunch of like 500 like 250 dollars scholarship is like why not do that like every like the money counts when you go to college right and it's something you know those 500 dollars you know to some people may not be you know may be insignificant but to other people 500 dollars is a very large sum amount you know and something i remember going back to college and like you know when i was in college that's when my family was started being like very well off but at the same time, too, like I was very conscious about money and I, like, I would go buy a used book. And I was like, what do you mean it's two hundred dollars for this fucking yeah. book, bro? Like, you know, or, or like and that was in that transition too, where I was like, you and then either, you never used the book. Yeah. Or, never used or, it again. or you had the transition between the physical book or it was like math. It was all online. And you oh, needed yeah. To buy, the, the code. Yeah. You needed to buy the code. And I was like, the code's one hundred and fifty dollars for you. a number. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, but for someone that those five hundred dollars can be. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it, it's significant to yeah. them, you know. And and I do want to say that. right? Like, I, I, I do want to thank, you know, anybody who's bought the game. Like, thank you. Because, again, like. I don't know, man. It's just like, it's just makes you feel a certain type of way every time you, you package an order, you know, and it goes off. Like we've had orders go to like such random places. I think we've only had like two go to Hawaii, but even then it's like, dude, these, That's these cool. are going to Hawaii. Yeah. Like, who when, from when, the when, island? Yeah. From, <laughs> when you, yeah, when you start thinking cool. about it, because I remember with the Huecomuevos too, it was like, I would tell Pao when I would package order, I was like, this thing is going to Illinois. Yeah, like yeah. someone yeah. in Illinois yeah, is yeah, wearing and I, my... And I was like, first of all, there's, there's Hispanics in Illinois. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, do you know yeah. what we've been Yeah, means? and then there's this random person no, that sent aren't. me a DM that them in the gym wearing the shirt, you know, working out. A lot of people wear our, our stuff to go to the gym for some yeah. reason. Um, I think it was, needs to be a, a workout uh, yeah. brand. Yeah, and, uh, and, um, and like, that's leisure wear. That's leisure wear, but it's like <laughs> super dope. It's like this person that you don't know it's just that's another part of like having the Oconuevos in the podcast. Like, you get to connect with so many people from yeah. all different parts of the I want to say world, but it's right now well, it's U.S. Even, you know, yeah. yeah. Even then, though, I have like a really good example because um, this woman reached out to us, and I, I think she DM'd us because she was like, "Do you guys ship to the Netherlands?" Oh, because I saw your video, you know, and I really liked it. And at that time, I was like, "No," because mm-hmm. like I got no way to get your <laughs> stuff over there. And then I started looking into it, and it was like kind of expensive to ship. And I it's was expensive like, "Expensive to ship internationally." Yeah. But you know, she was really like genuinely interested because she was like telling us like, "Yeah, there's like Mexicanos in in uh, Holanda." You know, like you know, I would love to play this because we all gather together, you know, and we have this community. And I was like, "You know what? Then like I'll just send you them for free. You pay the shipping, and like that's it. You know, like I'll put like five games, or, or I think I put five games, and then, and we shipped it out." And like, yeah, they, they, it, it was just like amazing to see like, dude, our product is way over there. Yeah, well, cool. like, with us, it's as Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. You know, the, the game, I mean, the, 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 the brand name. like really sticks out when you're, yeah. when you're in Mexico. And like you just said, even shipping like, you know, to Mexico yeah. is really fucking expensive. So we had uh, Paulina's best friend went out to Aguasteca. 
and she was wearing a Vivek and Weber shirt and the tour guides that she was with really liked the brand that they reached out to us and they're like, hey, we want to put uh, your brand on our T-shirts. How much would it cost? And I was like, it's going <laughs> to be good. Yeah, let gonna me cost. tell you how much Mario was like, cost. I'll send you the PNG. Yeah. Do it yourself. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to sponsor you guys. Here's the PNG. Put on your stuff and everything you guys have. Just tag me. That's all I asked for. I was like, I don't care about the money whatever it's like because they're a small business too like they don't even have an instagram like everything i have is off of their personal stuff. personal stuff yeah but now i'm on this now i'm on this like tour guide brand that people are going to consistently <laughs> and their <laughs> uniforms literally say like Aguasteca tours vive con huevos right here <laughs> and it's pretty fucking dope because yeah. an hour reaches out there but it's like really cool when you like get to connect with those people and like it kind of humbles you and at the same time and like it's like it's it's a it's a nice feeling when you get to like meet with those people and like they connect with you and like they connect with you on that one-on-one -on -one level, you know? Yeah. And we've had that happen a couple of times because we shipped out to Canada, right? Like we don't, we don't do that. People will uh, send us an email. Hey, I'm trying to get this game to Canada, but I can't put the address in your website. And then I tell them like, Oh, we actually don't ship to Canada, you know, but if you truly want it, you know, I could do like a manual order and you know, you could place it. But then sometimes I feel bad because then I have to go to the post office, get a quote. Then I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I'll be like, all right, I'll just send it for free. Like, yeah. It's fine, dude. Like, here, just, you know, like, because it's like a one-off, right? And, like, you know, you can... But sometimes you got to do those things. Yeah, yeah you, you know, because I, I'd rather have them share it over there and, you know, create that moment with them because, you know, you probably won't get it any other way. Like, that's how difficult it would be to ship. But, yeah, I mean, just that reach has been expansive. And, you know, I really want to keep doing that and going to the Dodger games, keep expanding the TikTok, keep expanding the Instagram content, just because I feel like there's a long way to go like definitely this has only been one year and the one year has done a lot um yeah like again right like me and jess have our careers right um you know we're i, I think we're very fulfilled in what we do but this is a whole different type of fulfillment this is like dang we're connecting with people from like our roots you know like we're connecting with people that share the same experiences we had growing up the same difficulties we had growing up and they're playing with their families and tagging us and doing the activities and getting their families involved in dancing and drawing and doing all these fun things. And I don't know, there's a, there's a, there's a long way to go. Um, you know, where me and Jess and Vic are going to continue to put our massive effort into, you know, making it go to the next level. Um, you know, as, as much as we could do, right? Like yeah, after our nine to five, <laughs> we call this our five to nine now, uh, <laughs> 5 PM to 9 PM. But yeah, that's where, that's where we're at with this. And, you know, the, the creation is, like, very humble, right? Like, again, like, we just took that risk, you know, like, you know, the the money is there. And if it would have gone away, if nothing got sold, it's like, well, I, we tried. At least right? you tried, uh, yeah. At least we tried. Like, at least you tried, yeah. You know, it, it I would have felt more like, damn, what if, you know, like, and now I know, I know the what if. And, you know, it's the one year. And, yeah, it's it's just been great. And all, all the family supported, my mom, my sister, Jess's family, Everyone has just been so supportive. And everybody that we've met, including you guys, and, you know, we appreciate that. Yeah, and and I see it, you know, when I when I talk to, like, brands like, like you or, like, other podcasters and, you know, when I try to reach out to other brands as well, and it's like, now we've kind of steered away because originally my plan was to have three guests a month mm -hmm. and then one tall can't talk. But now I've kind of steered away from that where I'm having more talk and talks where it's just Jesus, Bao, and I. 
and I'm trying to focus more on the quality of the person that we bring on. Mm-hmm. You know, I've actually had this this talk. They actually just started. You know, I had this conversation with Bao where it was like, I really want to focus on who I'm bringing in. Uh, do I really, you know, connect with connect them. with them? Do I really? You know, what is their message? What are they trying to bring? What is what are they trying to bring to the table? You know, what is it that, that, that they're doing? You know, I researched the people who are coming in intensively. Yeah. You know, I didn't find anything on you, though. Right? I'm not letting you know. I searched the fuck out of Carlos Torres <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> um, but I was like, I, and if I don't have that vibe with you, I'm not inviting you onto the pod. Yeah. It is what it is. You got to have, you ha- you have to have, you also have to va- have the value of a no to certain people, you know? And when we connected, I, I felt that, you know, I was like, I really was like, I got to have this guy on. It's like, I got to connect. And then when you invited us out to your, to your anniversary, I was like, wow. You know, I was, I told Bao that the day after I was like, I really, I, I, it felt so beautiful being in that moment, but also the day after when I was reflecting on everything and who was there and being able to share that moment with you and, and you know, you know, your Yo Sabo fam, uh, familia, family <laughs> and the podcasters that were there, you know, shout out to Shada Brown, shout out to the IE, shout out to uh, Alejandro from Me Too, you know, it was just a very wholesome moment. And I was telling Pau, I was like, this is what I want for Vivek and Huevos. It was like, I don't just want to bring whoever just because they could possibly have a blue check or who could, who their, you know, community is and what that could possibly bring to our brand is like, no, like I want to bring people on because I genuinely connect with them and they bring something to the table and they connect with our brand too. You know, it wasn't just a one-off conversation that we had on, on, on through DMs. Yeah. Like we were, yeah. it was a constant flow yeah. you know, conversation. And then, and then you also too, once you send over the game, you're like, Hey, you know, we got to connect over the phone. Cause I want to explain this to you. Yeah, there, was, yeah. <laughs> there was a further connection to that. You know, it was like, it was very wholesome and very beautiful, you know, and, you know, being able to see you and how you're growing and you guys, you have a lot, you know, like you have a lot of momentum going and like, I cannot wait to see what the future holds for you guys and for you guys' brand. Cause it's like, it's crazy to see now. It's crazy to see, especially like the Latino movement and how like, you know, we're progressing and you see a lot more stuff. Cause like now what you're saying, you know, like people can play this with their family, you know? And that to me, that's, that's very beautiful. Cause my, my sister's very big on games and like, she plays like taboo, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, now I actually have a game that actually I can play with my mom. Cause my mom was like, she don't want to speak a lick of English. (laughs) And like being able to bring this home to my family and like being able to connect with everybody. Like to me, that's, that's also beautiful. Cause like now I have a way to like, you know, connect with them. And it's like, it's to me, that's, you know, I love it. And, you know, props to you guys and, and your guys' you know, organization and what you guys are doing and your guys' movement. It's, it's very beautiful. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, to, to go back to what you said, right. The energy was strong, yeah. uh, that night, you know, I, I got pretty emotional that night because I, I was reflecting on, on everything that we've done. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to, to appreciate, not, not appreciate, but, I don't know. Like, I, I don't like to brag, you know, and it, it's very difficult. But I look back at some of the stuff and I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Like, to be able to have even like an event, like, I don't, I don't 
know that many small businesses that would be like, yeah, let's go to a karaoke <laughs> and buy, you know, buy, buy some bottles <laughs> and buy, buy some, some drinks and some food, you know, and bring together some people. Um, and, and that's sort of just like reflective on like, you know, like we, we just want to give back because we've enjoyed talking to other people that we've met, interacting with them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like you guys are all the way here, right? Like we're all the way up, up, uh, you know, in the OC and then the, the shades of brown people are in the Antelope Valley. And it's just like being able to connect with everybody. It's just been like, amazing and seeing i don't know like it just just the way that everybody plays it and you know just again looking back reflecting and appreciating because yeah like i said the energy was strong yeah. like yeah. when everyone started chanting yosabo yeah. dude it took me by surprise <laughs> and i don't even know who started the chant because that was me <laughs> wait but i want to say though when i started the chant i was a little faded and i started to say i started with no, no sabo, sabo. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, no and then i turned around and i was like wait yosabo. yeah and that was yeah. like and that was crazy because yeah. you hear that right and you're like i get shy like you know like when people ask me like about the game like i'll be like oh yeah like you know like i yeah i create we create this you know like i i because i because it's hard for me to like yeah be like oh yeah this is my game you know like but at that time i was like oh shit they're chanting yosavo dude but like <laughs> honestly bro like i really want you to feel the sense of community that you've brought around what could be seen as just a small game but it's not it's it's a huge community that the community that you've brought together with such an easy crazy idea because when you put when you actually think about what you've done it's crazy because it, the concept is so simple. Yeah. Because when you think about it, I was like, ¿Cómo se dice eso? Like, how many times... I do it all day. Yeah. yeah. How many yeah, times yeah, yeah. a day do you not say that? You know, how many times a time do I not say that to my nieces where I was like, ¿Cómo se dice esto? Or how do you say this? So the concept of the game is, in reality, very simple, but the reach and the community that you've been able to build is huge. And the impact that you have on your community and the things that you've been able to do is huge. And I really do hope that you give yourself those flowers, not only to yourself, to you know, your yeah, whole the team. team. Yeah. It's like, bro, it's huge. And I really do hope you see that because I, I cannot express that enough. And like, I don't even know the words that put this into perspective, but it's, it's huge, bro. Yeah. It's huge. And I really do hope. I, I, I mean, not that I hope, but like I see the growth and I see the, you know, what you have in your hand. And like, I cannot wait to see how big you explode, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're definitely crossing our fingers to, to continue our, our, you know, trajectory. And, you know, Jess is working on Yosabo version two, which is going to be more inclusive to all the Spanish spoken around the world. Vic is working on design because it's going to be a slightly different design. And so all these things are coming together because we, we got to continue. Right. And I think it's something that I said on the, uh, at the celebration is that, you know, it doesn't matter how many words we put in this because the amount of words is infinite, right? It doesn't matter. It's just the fact that we're able to bring people together. And that's the whole thing, right? Like being able to talk to different people, being able to talk to your families, your friends, um, and just trying to get all together and just, play a game that's simple because that's the easiest way to play a fun game right like a simple game you don't want to read the instruction cards for an hour like monopoly <laughs> i you know? hate reading <laughs> instruction cards and then figure it out right like you just go as you go right like as simple as como se dice esto and then start off the, the game night so before we start ending wrapping it up i swear like we can go on forever right now <laughs> <laughs> but uh before we start wrapping it up i always like to end these podcasts with the same questions Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, sorry, I had a burp, but like, it didn't want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have a conversation with younger Carlos, 
at what age would you go back to? What would you say and why? Uh, probably middle school. Um, in middle school, I had this uh, interesting like pivot, right? Because I, I left from my elementary school that was, again, like primarily Latino, you know, like I felt, you know, at, at kind of like at my place. And then I went to middle school. I felt kind of like off because like there weren't that many Latino people. There weren't that many uh, Mexican people. And so like I started kind of acting out, right? And so, you know, like my teachers actually, like I, that's why I give a lot of props to my teachers because they sort of kept me in line and they, they brought my mom in and, you know, and they were like, hey, if he starts messing up, he's going to, you know, it's going to go around the wrong path. And so they nipped it right in the butt, like, and, you know, and so if I was to tell my younger self is like, the hard work is going to pay off, you know, like that mentality, you know, like you got to keep working hard because if you're, if you don't, the trajectory is the other way. Right. And so I would just probably tell myself that in middle school, just because middle school was such a pivotal moment in, you know, going into a different school, a schooling system, right? A magnet school, seeing all these other people, how they grew up and trying to compare yourself, right? Because you get lost. Like you, you do genuinely get lost in what everybody else has. And so like, don't compare yourself. Your hard work will pay off for your life, right? Like you said, your decisions are going to be what you're going to create for your own life you primarily right because people will pass right like friend groups you know they they go around they, they get bigger they get smaller they change you know but you know your hard work is something that nobody else is ever going to take away from you and so i think that's probably what i would say yeah yeah it's nice beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and then my second one is uh what has been the worst and the best advice you've been given the worst has probably been um I don't know if it's advice, but like this, like what somebody told me once, because I, when I first went into the the industry, um, not not the the game Yosabo industry, but like in general, my my, my professional career, career my yeah. professional career, I was leaving that job, and then I remember this this older lady was like, if you're leaving because of you know this person, which was my boss, I was, they were like, you know, you're making a mistake because that's how bosses are everywhere, and I was like then I guess, you know, I'll deal with it somewhere else. And, you know, but like, I really hated my job at that time because it was just getting like harder to grow. I wasn't really being heard. And, you know, like it's an industry, right? Dude, right when I left, I had the best bosses ever. Yeah. Like it's such a, like, it was such bad advice that she like, I think she tried to sell it on like, you're never going to get these types of benefits in another company. Cause it was a really big pharmaceutical company that I used to work for. Actually, I, I work for a big one now, but like when I first started off, I, I got really lucky. I got hired full time and that's like a really difficult thing to do on its own. But yeah, she was like, yeah, don't leave. You're going to get the same, you know, boss somewhere else, you know? And I was like, mm, you know, yeah, you've I'll been take my chances. Yeah. yeah, like I'll take my chances elsewhere because I was leaving a full time position to be a contractor, right? Like they could like let me go whenever they wanted. But yeah, I'm so glad I didn't listen to that advice because like my whole path after that job was like, amazing like i've i've worked in very established places had awesome bosses had awesome like on the colleagues um but yeah that's probably the worst advice so you know if somebody's telling you like you know not to quit your job because of the boss because you're gonna get another bad boss later on it's a lie yeah it, you might right <laughs> yeah. but like that doesn't mean all the bosses are yeah. bad yeah you'll always run into something but it doesn't mean there's that always yeah, the there's, yeah there is always yeah. something yeah and i think probably the the best advice is probably just come from that guy that's only picking up bottles where he was just like, you know, just like to, to know the value of the, of the dollar, right. It's going to change your life because, you know, money, 
is so difficult for some people and you know you you need to know the value of it and what you bring and you know what what value it is for you is completely different for another person so therefore you need to be able to put yourself in their shoes and understand where we're coming from and that's kind of what yosabo reflects on right is that it's all the different experiences we had growing up and you know sometimes it is very difficult growing up sometimes you know you don't have everything you know given to you and that's fine and sometimes you do and that's also fine you know but you just you got to understand the value of that dollar uh, and how it represents or how it's represented in other people's lives and i think that's what helps you know get get along with other people right that's how you feel empathy and that's how you understand others and you know get get along because at the end of the day that's all you really have <laughs> yeah that's true well yeah i mean money, yeah money comes and goes i mean that's something i never get tired of saying is like you know, I've had it. I haven't had it. And at the end of the day, it's who you are as a person that really brings, you know, that value to everything, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's people who have a lot of shit ton of money or a really shitty person. Yeah. And there's also <laughs> people who don't have any money or not also really a shitty person. But, you know, it's all about your character and your personality and what you bring to the table as a person. Yeah. You know, I'm really big on vibes. And like I said, you know, I'm like now the way I want to steer Vivek and Wells is like, if I don't vibe with you, you ain't coming on this podcast, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's, that's what it is at the end of the day is like who you are as a person. Yeah. You know? So, Carlos, thank you so much for being here thank today. You. Thank you for having um, me. I know that drive was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you guys woke up pretty early. So you and your team, thank you so much for being here today. You know, it's taking a lot out of your day to be on a podcast, especially being so far from each other. Um, let the people know where they can find you and more about uh, Yo Sabo and, the, you know, the Yo Sabo community. Yeah, you can find us on all social media platforms, uh, Yo Sabo uh, underscore the game on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we have a Twitter, but we don't use Twitter, but we're there. <laughs> uh, and on YouTube, or you could just find us on our website at YoSaboTheGame.com. Just remember, whenever you shoot us a DM or email, it's either going to be, you know, myself, Jess or Victor. We're a small business. We're a small Latino-owned business made by first-generation uh, college students. And so, you know, yeah, if, if you want to be, you know, or if you want to support our small business, just know it it would be the, that much more impactful for us. And, yeah. Yeah, we got you. We're always going to try to plug you in as much as we can. We love yes. playing. We're actually thinking about making it a whole segment <laughs> every so often, at least maybe once a month. Uh, but you guys. With shots of, this time. Yeah, with yeah. shots this time. Last <laughs> last time Jesus was sick and we both had, oh, yeah, had, both had sick, to be up at yeah. four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but guys, uh, again, thank you so much for being here today. Appreciate you guys. Uh, you and your whole family. Family, I mean the whole team. Um, follow Vive Con Huevos on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok, share it, like, subscribe to the content if you guys love it. And remember, live your best. Oh, I always fuck that up. You remember, had it right. I know. Live your best life. Fight your fears. At the end of the day, the only thing you regret are the things that you didn't do. So you guys, vive con huevos. Live with eggs. Live with <laughs> eggs. <laughs> I love you guys. Peace. Peace. <laughs>